Welcome to The Power of Profitability, where we talk about how profit happens or doesn't in real businesses with real stories, real strategies, and real tips that work for any business. This is the place you can come to listen, learn, and get into action to make your business and your clients more profitable. I'm your host, Jennifer Peek. Welcome to the show. Welcome, welcome. In the last episode, we talked about profit and how to think about it for product and service-based businesses at a high level, with a few little examples thrown in. Now, we're going to start diving into even more of the details. One word of caution before we get started. When it comes to shifting to being a profit-focused expert, it is easy to get caught up in the details. Details on where to start tactically while still being more strategic and providing a holistic profit view to your clients. It's a balance to be sure. With that, let me ask you a question. What if instead of checking, reconciling, and laboring over monthly reports that you worry that no one is going to read, you were able to craft a monthly or a weekly snapshot of three key profit drivers that caught the attention of that same audience? What if the CEO was excited to get your insights into what was going on in the financial results of the business? A snapshot is a great way to do that. So what does having a snapshot actually mean? Well, it doesn't mean that there needs to be a whole bunch of extra busy work. This isn't the episode where we're going to talk about your services or pricing, but I want you to understand that this approach can make your monthly work easier and not just add tasks to your list. Yes, there is probably a transition, but trust me, it's worth it. Not just for your business, but for your clients as well. The goal of the snapshot is to stay focused on one to three key business drivers that are critical to the business success in both the short term and the long term. Ideally, they will complement each other and aid in making business decisions with confidence. There can be any number of variables that are specific to each business, but the three key things that should be true with the snapshot business drivers are, number one, they should be easy to understand. If you have to get out a whiteboard or a financial terms dictionary, it's out. They should be foundational to the business success, no matter what season or year or cycle the business is in. That means you probably need to talk to your client about what they see as important and what they have a pulse on. And finally, number three, The driver can be measured consistently in any period, whether that's weekly or monthly or quarterly or annually. Consistency is fueled by easily available data and not a whole bunch of massive effort to manipulate it, to make it make sense, or to put it into the snapshot. Using these criteria is why I always start with revenue as one of the key drivers for the snapshot. And yes, while I do believe that revenue can be a vanity metric when used incorrectly, I also know that it is one of the quickest ways to gauge how business is going. All that foot traffic in a retail store and all those website visitors need to translate into paying customers, also known as generating revenue, 
And that's what revenue tells us. Remember, you can't have profit without revenue, so let's start using that to our advantage. Hey, if you are enjoying the show, make sure you subscribe and join our community at powerofprofitability.com. That's where you can find links to additional resources, including show notes, connect with us on social media, and send in ideas for future episodes. That's powerofprofitability.com. Okay, back to the show. Here's the first thing to think about with revenue. Raw numbers are okay, but they become great when there is context. Context is what tells you and the business owner how revenue is moving and changing so that action can be taken as needed. For example, you might measure actual weekly revenue against sales projections. You might compare it to a similar week in a prior month or a past year. You might add weeks together as you go through the month or through the year to gauge progress on longer term objectives. And finally, You may set baseline revenue goals based on average expenses and know by the last day of the month what your profit range will likely be. That's a whole 10 days at least before the financials would give you the same information. How would your clients feel about having these type of insights each week or very quickly after the month ended? Would they make different decisions about their business? Would they start paying attention to key financial data points because they have become more consumable? Would they start looking to you as that profit expert that can help them really grow their business? Your job as the bookkeeper or financial expert isn't just to be precise and accurate and knowledgeable. It's to communicate what that means about your client's business to your client. It's to help them see as quickly as possible how the business is performing in ways that make sense to them. Revenue snapshots with a hint of analysis are the perfect way to do that. Now, I know I can hear objections as to why this won't work for you or your clients. So many options, so many variables. And I'm here to say it will. Just stop for a moment and think about how it can. I'm going to help you by giving you three examples from our clients in completely different industries and how we've made this work for them. Yes, there is some customization, but we kept our eyes on, is it easy? Is it understandable? And can we get to the data quickly? Then we went from there and developed a report that would work both for us and for them. Some of what I'm about to say is currently done on a weekly basis, but we started with monthly and I encourage you to do the same just to get it developed. You can always do it more frequently once you get the process down. So client A is a construction company. Their final snapshot was a weekly revenue snapshot that we used projections on as well as customer billings to date. We compiled this information on a weekly basis, but it was giving us an insight into expected monthly revenue. Part of the reason that this was important was because despite the fact that they were invoicing customers every day, the revenue didn't happen in a straight line. 
so that weekly invoicing could be a little lumpy and it would give us false information, good and bad. It went both directions. So we utilized their project management system as a way to project and determine what the monthly revenue was going to be. That was a much better tool for us to use than their actual accounting system. We then validated that at the end of the month through the accounting system. But it was an easy way to speak the same language as the CEO because the project management system was what he was monitoring. From there, we were then able to have better conversations about the monthly results while still giving him the weekly insights. The second example is client B that has retail services inside a store as well as online sales. For them, weekly cash revenue was everything. All of their sales were collected immediately and were processed through a point of sale system and through Shopify. What we did with them was to get the revenue data from each of those systems and then monitor that throughout the month. One of the critical things for this company was that they had some pretty good seasonality. Fall and winter were much better for them than summer. And the holidays in their online store was also a big draw. So we included in their revenue snapshot information about the same month a year ago so that we could see the trends that were inherent within any given month without overreacting. The other thing that was part of their revenue snapshot was a breakdown between their service revenue and their product revenue, regardless of whether it came through their online store or their retail stores. As a side note, when we first developed this, it wasn't for one of the reasons that became super important. And that was about a year after the report was developed, the pandemic became a big deal and Facebook ads cost shot through the roof. So our ability to see the revenue that came from the product sales became ultimately more important than we had ever anticipated. And finally, Client C is a professional services company that has recurring retainers on a monthly basis as well as project work. For them, we did a monthly revenue snapshot at the beginning of the month. We knew what clients were billed on retainers and we had a pretty good idea of what projects were going to be completed during the month. So we could look out for the entire month and see what we expected revenue to be. As I mentioned before, these are companies like accounting firms, attorneys, graphic designers, social media managers, any agency that provides services. So that could be a marketing agency or a social media agency. But in this case, I'm going to use my agency, which is Peak Advisory Group, as the example. We have monthly retainer invoices that go out on the first of every month. Then we also have project invoices that come through throughout the month. So you can see that these revenues are actually completely different in their nature. 
the retainers are billing for services in advance, whereas the project are billing for services that have already been completed. I want to track those revenues separately because they occur differently. One of them is certainly timing. The retainers are happening every month where the project's revenues, while they happen every month, they're completely different types of projects and customers. The other reason is because I'm interested in maintaining a certain balance between my revenue streams and because I want my retainer revenue to stay at a minimum level based on other expenses we have inside the company. I think you'll find that a lot of agencies or professional services firms have a similar type of mix going on and will want to manage their revenue reporting similarly. The way to confirm that is to talk to the client. Have a conversation with the CEO just to see how they think about it. You want to make sure that any tracking that you do is in line with where their brain is already at. Otherwise, you'll have an uphill battle from the get-go, and that doesn't make sense for anyone. So hopefully these three examples can show you how revenue snapshots can work in so many different types of businesses. And designing a revenue snapshot for your client doesn't need to be overwhelming. In future episodes, we're also going to cover other drivers that you might want to include in a snapshot that are going to add even more value to your work and to your client's businesses. Don't forget, there are additional resources at powerofprofitability.com, and we'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for joining us. I hope you enjoyed the show. Remember to hit subscribe and sign up for all of our updates, including the latest profit resources at powerofprofitability.com. I'm Jennifer Peake, your host and the founder of the CFO School. See you next time.